Hey guys, it's Nick. As you may have heard, we got some really, really devastatingly sad news earlier this week, which is that Hana Kimura, Terrace House cast member and professional wrestler in her own right, uh, passed away at age 22. Um, obviously, our, our thoughts go out to Hana's family and friends, her, her mother Kyoko, uh, everybody who was close to her, um, everyone who got to know her over her, her life. It's a really, really deeply tragic situation and one that I think will take time to, to digest. Um, Noel and I have been discussing how, how best for us to handle this in the show going forward. Um, I think a quick programming note that I, I should make is that we've pre-recorded about three episodes of Terrace House, including the one you're about to hear. This was recorded in early May um, before any of this happened. We were gearing up to release this episode yesterday when this news broke. Um, so please keep that in mind as you listen to episodes 40, 41, and the bonus episode that we have coming up. Um, all three were recorded prior to to Hana's passing. And uh, I think we're, we're still trying to figure out the, the best way to pay tribute to Hana. Uh, it's still a really, really fresh wound, I think, for everyone who, who knew her and loved her. But just from the outpouring of, of love for her that I think you can see online anywhere you look right now, it's clear that Hana had a tremendous impact on a, a whole, whole, whole lot of people. And I think I speak for all of us, me and Noel and all of the people listening and all of the wrestling fans who loved her, that Hana will be very, very, very dearly missed. And yeah, um, in all likelihood, we'll be doing our own tribute to, to Hana at some point, but in the meantime, I'd uh, invite you to share what you loved about Hana and think about the joy that she brought millions of people. Um, and yeah, tell the people close to you that, that you care about them. I think it's just a good thing to challenge yourself to do. Um, I'm rambling, but thank you for listening. And yeah, talk to you soon. Hello, welcome to Terrace House Mafia. I'm Nick. I'm Noelle. And this episode was episode number 40. We made it to 40. Mm-hmm. Uh, this episode is called Fuck Luigi, comma, I Hate Luigi. Um, and Wait, was it? What was it actually the actual The actual name is Never Forgive Luigi. Oh. I remember like, we so we watched the episode twice now. And I remember the first time we watched it, um, we were, I remember like seeing that the next episode, I might've even mentioned this on the podcast. I was like, oh my God, the title of the next episode, like what could that possibly mean? Right. Is it an Italian restaurant that somebody goes to? <laughs> no, it's just Luigi. We never would have guessed what it actually meant. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, so we're, we're fully in Rayo mode now. Um, and there's this interesting sort of thing brewing, no pun intended, that seems to be based around Rayo making coffee for Vivi. Right, like, right, right. The episode kind of opens with him making her some coffee. Later in the episode, she asks for it again in this very like cutesy way. Um, what do you think of their, their, their vibing? I like it. I like to see them vibing. Mm-hmm, it is funny. Like the peanut gallery talked about this too, about how Vivi's really good at like accommodating other people's mm-hmm. interests maybe and like getting along with them no matter who. Yeah. Like she's good at making people fall in love with her. Yeah, she's I think. it's like she's read a, like a book on how to 
<laughs> how to like get people interested in you. Yeah. Because she's just fully like, oh yeah, surfing, let's do it. Coffee, I, <laughs> I love coffee. She was like, oh, you you don't talk that much, huh? Like me neither. Yeah. I'm just like that too. And I'm Total like, bullshit. I'm like, bitch, that's the old like that's the one thing you love to do is talk. Yeah. No, yeah, you you had a you had a strong and I think justified reaction when she was when Ray was like, yeah, you know, I'm not much of a talker. And she's like, oh yeah, crazy me neither. Like. <laughs> So much conflict in the past seven episodes has been caused specifically by her inability to not chime in and speak up. Right. Um, but it's it's the art of charm. Yeah. So there's this weird... I think if, if you had to say what this episode was about, it's about these dueling parallel things that are, seem to be happening between Rayo and Vivi and Shion and Vivi. And the the really stark way that one of those seems to be working and the other one doesn't, at least in our opinion. That's true. Peanut Gallery doesn't seem to agree. But you and I, there's two major dates this episode that I think are worth talking about. There's the one where Vivi and Rayo go to the beach for like a kind of, they get coffee by the seashore. Mm -hmm. I love that so much. Kind of like the best possible, one of the best dates we've ever seen. Not because anything specific or amazing or like extravagant happens, but it's just... Their chemistry is so good. They're hitting it off. When the sun sets, she's like cold and he like wraps a blanket around her. And she says something like, I'm so happy I could cry. I think it was her wording. But like he puts a blanket around her. She's like, I'm so happy I could cry. And it just felt like a a contrast to both the date we see later in this episode and some of the worst dates we've seen this (laughs) season. It was just like, oh, this is this is how it's supposed to be. It almost made me like emotional Mm -hmm. to see how like naturally amazing the date was yeah like every time there's a surfer dude on this show i get like really emotional because they'll always take a girl on a beach date and it'll be like so fucking simple like no planning it's just like their favorite beach that they always surf at Mm -hmm. and it's like so like special for the for the dude (laughs) and like they just it's like so different from all the other like planned dates on this show, yeah. but I can relate to it so much. Mm. Like growing up in Hawaii and like that's all you want to do well, is it, like sit in front of a beach. I now have a I now understand more why when when Rayo appeared and was clearly a surfer, why you were so excited. Yeah. He brings this like and the peanut gallery's talked about this too. He brings this natural um like very casual vibe to everything he does to when he asks girls out that they were talking about this. Yamachan was talking about this too, how like when he asks every girl in the house out, which if you, th- if you look closely, he actually did ask every girl out this episode. Yeah. It doesn't come off as like creepy or cloying in the way that it might when like boss does it. Right. Um, Cause something about him is just organic and doesn't feel off putting. I don't know what it is. It's like simple. He's like a simple dude. <laughs> I love a simple man, you know? <laughs> he seems uncomplicated. Yeah. And then and then I think the contrast is um the tea date. Right. Where Shion takes Vivi to like a super hyper traditionally Japanese <laughs> tea workshop. Right. I, I was like in pain like watching that. It's so weird cuz to you and I we were both like this is a little cringy to us for some reason. I think, honestly, not for any, like, tea-related reasons or not even because the activity... Tea is great. I love tea. Yeah, the activity is not the problem even for me. It's, like, at, before they go into the tea thing and after, they're, like, sitting down at the table having this little date. And I just am not feeling a connection there the way I am when she's hanging out with Rhea. No, there's, like, no real connection. And, like, Shion is just, like... It's almost it's not, like, materialistic excitement. 
But it just felt like he just staged a perfect date in his mind and then like forced it into existence and she was just like a prop in it. Totally. That's, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. That's happened a few times this season where it felt like somebody was following a script for what they wanted the date to be like and it felt performative and not like an actual hangout between two fully fleshed out human beings. Whereas the Rayo Vivi date definitely felt like it was about the interpersonal connection and not about this sort of gimmicky, weird, yeah. sub- somewhat like subservient yeah. <laughs> date thing that she was she was going through the motions of. They like didn't learn anything about each other, nor do I feel like any of them had like, they didn't let any stress out. Like, you know, like you go to the beach with someone, mm-hmm. you share like whatever like warm, fuzzy feelings that was, you go home and you feel great. You go on that tea date and I feel like you're just kind of uncomfortable for the whole time. You don't learn anything about Shion and then you go home and you're just like tired. Yeah. I Like it felt to me like I am. I imagine that Vivi after the, the Rayo date went home and was just like lying in her bed giggling like and was so happy about what had happened. I don't think she felt that way after the Shion one. But yeah. weirdly the peanut gallery was like, wow, she must have been so happy after that date. That seemed amazing. What a dream come true. And like. This is why the birth rate is going down. Like, they don't... Like, that was, like, so cringy for me. Speaking of, I guess, cringy, we find out that Yume is going to Hokkaido with Boss <laughs> this episode. Somehow we, we skipped over. Um, but she's, like... And I think we might have even said on this podcast, like, what if she, he goes to her, like, childhood home with her? And then now it's happening. Right. He's like, we did say what if. Yeah. He, he's like asking her to show him around Hokkaido. I, I think at a certain point, we need to brace ourselves for the possibility that she just likes him. I you know? Think, well, I think she's starting to like him. Yeah, straight up. At a certain point, we just have to like, regardless of how we feel about him, or even I guess a better way of putting it is how our first impressions of him were. Um, if she likes him, <laughs> it's she likes him. It's not really. And if she doesn't like him, like I don't even want to unpack that shit. It's like, I don't want to, like, I'm just going to conclude that she likes him. Yeah. I just, it, the evidence seems pretty clear at this point that not only is she going on another long distance overnight day with him, but she's like hanging out with him in his car. She, they're going up to the playroom together and having like these very awkward and like everything that was true about boss before is still true. When he's staring at her during a conversation, you could just see it on his face. You know, now that I'm like thinking about it, sorry, mm-hmm. now that we're unpacking, what if she doesn't like him? Mm-hmm. I can imagine, like, when I was, like, 17, like, I would, like, hang out with a dude because I liked attention, and so I did th- not like him or I think he was cute. There's a lot to unpack. Like, we need, like, a psychologist with us. <laughs> they, <but> like- <laughs> they need a house. I like that between everyone on the peanut gallery and the, and the two of us, none of us ha- are capable of figuring out <laughs> what the fuck what's is going, going on? through Yume's mind. Um, Maybe she probably just likes it. <laughs> I think it might be that simple. I, uh, yeah. By the way... There's a thing that happens this episode where the girls come downstairs and one of them's like, I, w- I want to throw some beans around. And then like oh, cut to all three of the dudes in demon masks clambering out of the out of the room. And, and I guess like jokingly were they throwing they were, <laughs> beans were being thrown by the women at the men and the men were just kind of sort of growling and grabbing and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. exercise there was an exercise wheel involved i was thinking like i wonder how many people like while watching that scene googled like japanese bean throwing demons tradition honestly it, it's weird because this show is usually pretty careful about 
explaining stuff like that in really? a way that's Googleable. And, and there was no oh. real keyword here. And honestly, the only hint, I think, this entire episode as to what was going on there is um, there's a line in the episode description for episode 40 that says, the house gets spirited during the Setsubun holiday. And I no, I don't think any of the act, any of the characters use that phrase, but mm. that has to be what that is, right? Am I, am I correct in assuming that the Setsubun thing is the demon thing? I actually, we should Google it so I can learn like the real story behind it. Cause at this point I forget. I remember like that it's a thing. I just don't understand why. I mean, this Google image search for Setsubun is showing me a lot of demon masks. It's a Setsubun, the Japanese bean throwing festival to celebrate winter's end it's the day before the beginning of spring in japan so it's like february 3rd mm -hmm. or something like that um cleanse away the evil of the former year and drive away disease bringing evil spirits for so the year to come the custom of mame maki is performed by the toshiotoko of the household the male who's born on the corresponding animal year in the chinese zodiac or else the male head of the household roasted soybeans are thrown either out the door or at a member of the family wearing an oni mask. While the people say demons out, luck in. Oni wa soto fuku wa uchi. And slam the door. The only time you're allowed to waste food in Japan. <laughs> uh, and then it's customary to eat roasted soybeans. Huh. I There was a, a real... Not all these... Not all three of the oni were equally aggressive. I think that's one thing I'll note. Is that evil. Boss's, boss's version of it involved a lot of crawling on the ground towards the, the leg area. I think the yeah. paint gallery commented on it, too. Yeah, it like, they, did. they were like, he seemed awfully comfortable in that role. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's kind of who he is normally. Like, you're allowed to throw beans at him, even if it's not Setsu. Yeah. Like, that's okay. The other 364 days of the year, full, it's open season yeah. on, <laughs> on tossing beans at, at Boss. <laughs> so, I, I guess... I almost don't think there's a lot left. We should talk about Hana's like basically only appearance in this episode, which is after all the dates are done, she's asking like, wow, so is boss dead set on Yume? Like, are you interested in going on a date with her? Yeah. And we end up finding out that Rayo is going to go to Australia for a week. Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess it means that there'll be an episode with no Rayo in it. Oh, sad. Which is weird to think about. Because he's kind of been the highlight for me lately. I don't know about you. Yeah, I love him. I like... I love every time a surfer is on this show. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we get, I, I guess we could just talk about the final scene in the playroom where they're playing what they call Super Mario Bros. I, I'm, oh, right. I can't even watch these scenes and process the interpersonal relationships going on in them because I'm so dead set on figuring out what fucking game they're playing. <laughs> I, at first I thought it was Mario Party, but based on them talking about like dying and getting knocked out, I almost think it's new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe because they're playing a Switch. Yeah, also, by the way, shout out to whoever, probably Nintendo, furnishing their playroom with a Switch because all of them have pro controllers. You don't think that was Boss's setup? Because he was like, oh, I should bring He my... said that. But remember, there was already a Switch in the house because they played Let's Go Pokemon Pikachu. Oh. And also, like, the fact that they all had pro... You know the pro controller we have? Like, the, the yeah. black one that we use for Animal Crossing? They had four of those. And those are, like, 80 bucks each. I had no idea those were 80 bucks They're each. so expensive. So I, I almost think that there was... That was one of the promotional considerations, like the Jaguars. Um, anyways. How much is like a regular controller? Like the Joy-Cons? Yeah, like one of the other ones. Those are 80 for a pair of them, I think. Oh, wow. I believe. That's a lot. They're expensive. Um, but the, in, so there's a, they're playing Mario and 
somehow you you pointed out the seating arrangement being interesting. Yeah, it was weird to me that you may ended up sitting next to Rayo mm-hmm. and that boss wouldn't have like cornered her into sitting with him. Yeah, it was almost an uncharacteristic uncharacteristic display of restraint from boss yeah. to just let people sit wherever. Yeah. <laughs> um, Holy shit. But but what ends up happening is that the edge of the seat is Rayo and Yume and they're having like this kind of flirty rapport and at least the way it's shown in the episode they keep cutting into these reaction shots. We find out early in the episode they establish that Rayo is playing as Luigi. Yeah. And they throughout the flirting is he? was he playing? Yeah, cuz he says like Rayo Rayo's is Luigi. Oh. So he was definitely playing. And then they keep cutting away to these shots of boss being like Saying things like, you serious, Luigi? Stop messing around, Luigi. Intercut with these moments of Rayo and Yume clearly flirting, I think. Yeah. I. But he didn't look like he was holding a controller or playing a game in those cuts mm. where Rayo was talking to Yume. It's almost like they took... Because there's six of them and you can only have four players in New Super Mario Bros. So what was re- probably happening in reality is they were passing the controllers around the room... And then they cut moments like that together. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'd have to watch it again. Actually, we have it right here. It's interesting. That I mean. some beautiful editing. He's not holding the controller. It's Vivi and Boss. So Boss is talking to Vivi. Vivi's Luigi. No, no. He, he definitely. I'll show you. He definitely says Rayo's Luigi. I need Japanese audio on. Oh, wait. No, he's holding a controller. Yeah. Okay. 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 Oh he yeah, is, he's he got is, a, he's yeah. got a single yellow Joy-Con there. Yeah. That's why we couldn't see it. It was so tiny. Okay. But just everything he says, I'm gonna get rid of you. You're cramping my style. Wow. Boss cornered this into himself. Like even if even if Boss like genuinely was just tra- talking about the game, like he's done enough shit where it's okay for us to just assume. I, I actually don't. It's hard for me to tell how much of his deceptive editing, but I kind of it feels real to me. I his reactions of like. I will never forgive Luigi. I will destroy Luigi while he's while the girl he's most interested in is being... I mean, this is the dude who was the monster in the hallway. Let's not forget. Right. He has a history. <laughs> it's I, Either way, I think it's great television. No, it was great. He's saying, like, watch yourself, watch yourself, like, gora, gora, gora. It was a good ending. Yeah, it was a really great ending. So, I, and, and even if it's... Even if it was deceptively edited... Shout out to the editing team of Terrace House who was like in the edit bay being like, God, we don't have an ending for this episode. And one, one crackerjack young editor was like, I have an idea. What <laughs> if we cut the part where they play Mario together to make it look like it has stakes? Because mm-hmm. that, that door slam after I will destroy Luigi hits. So funny. We, it just makes you, you just instinctively, you're like, yo, like yeah. something went down. It was great. Good app. Yeah, I wasn't stressed or anything during this episode. It was mm-hmm. good. It was really enjoyable. And it, it I, I, my feeling on the whole Rayo asking Yume out on a date thing, it didn't feel like more, it didn't feel that serious to me. I it think was he, flirty though. It was flirty, but it wasn't like, like remember when he asked Hana out, he's like, hey, we've never hung out together. We should hang out together. Yeah. Like it felt equally where it's just like, yeah, let's just do it just to do it. But I don't think he's like, gonna shift his eyes away from Vivi ultimately. It feels to mm. me like he's pretty, unless something drastic happens, the Vivi date was so good. 
That's true. It's just interesting. It's we never really know. Like we always think we know. We think we know, but like we don't know what Vivian Shion talked about on their date. Maybe it was great. Or or here's another example that I've been thinking about. There's the scene in the playroom um between Boss and Yume where they're watching Terrace House and they're watching like Vivi making out with <laughs> Rio, mm-hmm. which is a great thing to show us because we get to see this weird tense moment where Boss is like, you know, that happened right here. But, like, obviously they watched the whole episode and then they just sliced out the most interesting moment to show us. That's true. They didn't fast forward to the horniest scene in the season. That's true. <laughs> they just, that's how they cut it. And so it's, I guess it's a good thing to be cognizant of at all times. Um, <laughs> that's true. But I'm excited to see what happens next. <sighs> Me too. Boss is hilarious. He is. So much comedy. He does. Another thing you mentioned this episode is that he has a comedian aura. To yeah. him, where he like comes home and someone jokes like, "Hey, boss, you're home because you went home." He's like, "That's exactly right. That's exactly why I'm here." <laughs> he knows that he's like pathetic and like he <laughs> makes it funny. Yeah, that's what comedians do. He's leaning into the character. Yeah. You got to respect it. Yeah. Um. Well, cool. I we get to go watch episode forty one now. So in the time since we last recorded, Terrace House stealthily came back. Yeah. Thank you all for your messages, uh, letting us know about this. I think the first way that people started finding out was. Through the the Instagram account, yeah, like Tori, yeah, through Tori Chen's Instagram account, where she was posting photos of her chilling on the Terrace House set. Um, <laughs> well, we're gonna go watch episode forty one now because it's out, and then episode forty two is actually out not long after that. So we've got, I think, what did they say, four more episodes? Yeah, I think the, we get until forty four, according to her. Post. Yeah, I, we haven't seen them yet, but I'm gonna throw out my prediction, which is, I I always felt like it was weird, like. They must have, since the episode we just watched took place in early February, there must be episodes that they have shot in their entirety and not edited, right? Yeah. Today is... 15th? Oh, so the 12th was when 41 came out. So we'll get another one on the 19th, which is on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get the next one on the 26th. Yeah, they're all seven days yeah. apart. Nice, nice. This answers a question I had for a while, which was like, what's going to happen to all the episodes they shot pre-quarantine? Even if they shut production down completely, I it, I assumed that there were episodes that had been filmed that all that was left was for them to be edited and commentated on. Mm-hmm. And I think this is answering that question of like, we've got a full month's worth of Terrace House now. There, I, mm-hmm. My understanding from what people have told me, just from encounter, I've been trying to avoid spoilers, but it seems like their approach to the peanut gallery is different than usual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I saw a screenshot of them on Zoom at one point. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay, I actually was wrong. I thought that they were alone, but no. But they, I think mostly though, it's just one or two people in the studio. Let's go watch. Yeah. I, let's I, watch let's go find out for ourselves. Yeah. But uh, if you want to watch Terrace House in real time as they come out week to week in Japan, including this new episodes that came out May twelfth, nineteenth, twenty fifth, and. <laughs> 31st probably nope i was i'm not off. even following i hate math yeah may 12th 19th oh it's 26th, hard for you because you don't know what these mean and that's funny uh june 2nd yeah and june 2nd four yeah, new episodes four more <laughs> uh, i found out after doing my netflix video that like there are all these european people who want to watch the office but can't because it's only on american netflix mm. doesn't japanese netflix have like a bunch of Shit, we don't have Bro, like a bunch of American movies. Japanese and stuff. Netflix gets Better Call Saul weekly as the new episodes come out. Like, if you want to watch season five of Better Call Saul, like you can watch them in real. I actually did that this season 
Like when there were episodes that I wanted to watch and I didn't want to like go pay for them a la carte on Amazon, I would watch them on Japanese Netflix. They have Akira. Wow, I've never seen that. You've never seen Akira? No. Wow, Japanese Netflix. If you guys want to watch Akira on Netflix, <laughs> probably subbed. Crazy what happens when you type anime in a Japanese <laughs> Netflix. The amount of shit that pops up is incredible. I wonder if the US Netflix also has Neon Genesis, does it? I think it does. Oh. I think it does. There was a that happened like last year. There was some drama about they redid the dub and Oh, really? Yeah. Drama. Inuyasha? Do they have Inuyasha in Japanese? I mean American Netflix? I don't think is so. Is that Inuyasha? It is, huh? Oh, I just wanna I just wanna watch Inuyasha and smoke weed. Bro, let's listen to the ending theme. I think that's what I need. I was more of like um a manga person. Oh shit, I do remember this. Oh, this is giving me chills. <laughs> Let's go watch Tara's Isn't house. Is it hot in here? Like, or do I just sweat when I podcast? <laughs> Maybe it's the tea. Could be. It's probably a combination of all. Oh, what about temperature? Hey Siri, what temperature is it? It's currently 63 degrees. Alright. Thank you for listening. And we'll do this again. We'll do this again. <laughs> you know, it's like five rooms away now. <laughs>